Welcome to Ike's Flame. Join us on another Star Wars adventure. Punch it, Chewie. Welcome, it's another Tuesday, and we got another episode of Ike's Flame for you. We're going to jump into another Star Wars adventure today, and we're going to, um... We're still this last week in April here, and so we're going to dive in, our last Tuesday in April, um, and we're going to dive in to another character, another story, and this week I am super excited. This is this character that we're going to talk about this week, maybe one of my favorite um, favorite characters in all of Star Wars, um, definitely up there, and just a fun character, uh, there's a lot of different interactions, plays with a lot of different roles, and so... Um, and this character specifically spans a, um, spans a wide range of time where we see a very, um, where we see him play a prominent role in different places. And so, but we're going to focus specifically between it, when, in this, uh, era of the empire that we've been looking at kind of in our, uh, theme for the, uh, month of April here. And so. As we dive into this, I'm excited. I hope you guys are ready to jump in and join me as we get going here. And so, um, as I teased last week, the our character this week is not um, is not aligned with the Empire. Is not aligned with uh, the with rebels. Um, we kind of see him on both sides a little bit, uh, more of the evil side than um, rebel side and um, so yeah let's, so let's jump in so our character this week is Maul so um, known as Darth Maul um, that we see in episode one the Phantom Menace uh, becomes what we know as Maul um, just called Maul and uh, Maul is a uh, his species is a Brock and he is um, his home world is Dothamir um, which if you guys are familiar with he um he is in the night clan i'm part of the night clan so the night brothers and night sisters um night sisters uh specifically play a pretty big role within the clone wars uh tv show we see different things different that um and if you guys are filming if you guys have heard of or are familiar with saw's ventress and who she is um she is a night sister and comes from Dothamir as well, and so, so that's a little bit of his background. Um, and uh, so, he was also um, he was at one point the apprentice to Darth Sidious, um, as we in Episode One, um, at the time of Darth Maul. So he was technically a Sith uh, for a while. Um, he's a Force user um, of the dark side. Um, kind of falls out of being a Sith and kind of. Um, he is a Sith, but he's, yeah, he's on the outside of being a Sith. I'd say he's a dark side force user, um, that in, within this era, when we look at specifically the era of, um, the rise of the empire, he's a dark side Sith user, er, dark side force user. Um, not a Sith anymore, and so that's where we find Maul. Um, he has a lot of there's just a lot of things going on. Um, and as you guys know, Maul um, probably know in Phantom Menace, Maul gets cut in half. 
Um, at this point, he has constructed ro robotic legs. Um, so he has two robotic legs. Um, at one point, he had like a six... I think it was like a six appendage, almost like a spider leg thing going on. Um, but uh, at this point, he has robotic legs and um, is doing his thing. And um, so we're going to dive into his story. So as usual, we're going to jump into uh, where does Maul appear? Um, and this is going to be a fairly long list of things. Um, I'm not going to get into everything because there's a lot going on. Um, he plays a prominent role in many different places. And so uh, first and foremost, he is in... Uh, Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Mentis, and um, from there, uh, he is he has some of his own comics, um, Darth Maul, um, and uh, let me see, uh, he is he plays a role within, um, as I mentioned, Clone Wars. He's in the Star Wars Clone Wars um, TV show, um, and we're gonna dive um, real deep into Episode. Or, uh, season seven that of Clone Wars, which just came out um, within the was that two years ago now? I don't remember. Might have been two years ago. Uh, I'm not remembering off the top of my head. Well, a year or two ago here. Um, the newest uh, season of Star Wars Clone Wars. And so we see him in that. Um, we see, uh, let's see here. So we got some more comics. Um, and he also shows up um, in the uh, Solo, a Star Wars story, working with Crimson Dawn. Um, if you guys remember, are um, familiar with that, and working with Kira and Dryden Voss. And so, um, which is interesting, um, we... I, from my understanding, there was supposed to be a second installation or some sort of a sequel type thing to Solo um, that never happened um, and I don't think is going to happen. Um, and so we kind of have a... Because um, he showed up in the last, like, ten minutes of the movie. And so um, we never really know or we never really get to see what the relationship is, what is going on, um, and that sort of thing. And so... Um, but that we do see Maul within that. Um, and he's doing... Um, which we'll get into later, he's doing some sort of, uh, kind of like a crime lord, he's a crime lord, um, taking, um, advantage of the underworld, um, crime underworld, um, and making the most of what he can, and so, um, from there, we go to, uh, Star Wars Rebels, um, it's probably the next thing we see him, um, prominently in um he plays a role in that um we actually see his death in star wars rebels um as well and uh we get to um yeah kind of see how he how he play how hit the end of his end of his story plays out and um just kind of some interesting mentions he has within that and we'll talk about that here in a bit but um so he's in star wars rebels um, let's see if there's anything else substantial to mention to you guys. I think I've covered, and there's a lot of like comics and side books and things like that. Um, but nothing super, um, main, mainstream. Um, and so... Yeah, so that's mainly um, where we find him at. Um, 
Oh, that's the other thing I was going to mention. He, we also find him in um, Queen's Peril, um, and a little bit. There's a little bit of that uh, mentioned in that, and so um, as well. Not a whole lot of stories brought out in that, um, and then I'm trying to think. Yeah, so I think that's where we find him. That's where the areas where we see him um, within canon. Um, he may have a few more appearances outside of canon that I'm not uh, thinking of off the top of my head, but yeah. Um, so, anyways, so uh, with Maul, Maul has, um, as I mentioned, um, Maul kind of, he starts in the prequels, he goes, and where I want to focus on today is this Rise of the Empire era where we find Maul, and we're going to start in season seven of episode, season seven of, um, kind of the final arc of season seven of Clone Wars, um, which, um, yeah, is, and so we see Maul, we find Maul in here, um, they think, uh, Ahsoka has, we find Ahsoka Tano, um, which what who was Anakin's Padawan um, prior, but now has uh, um, has now left the Jedi Order um, due to uh, her trial she went through, and which we talked about a little bit last week with Tarkin, and so, um, but she um, teams up with uh, Bo-Katan, a Mandalorian. Um, and they, Bo-Katan knows where Maul's at due to the fact that, uh, Maul's working with Death Watch, which is a Mandalorian sect, and is, and we eventually find out that Maul's basically trying to take over Mandalore and become the ruler of Mandalore, um, and, uh, do, use that as a basis for him to, um, take control of the underworld and the crime world um, within the galaxy and to make a profit and have power that way. And so, so this is kind of where we find Maul in this moment um, leading up to this. He, um, before this, he's been um, Sidious thought, Darth Sidious, Chancellor Palpatine at the time, thought he was dead. Um he was not, and so Sidious had discovered, Sidious um, has kind of already, earlier in Clone Wars, told him to stay out of the way, um, and Maul has a very interesting perspective on all of this, and I mean, and part of that is because he has an inside, um, inside track to what is going on. He knows the plan that Sidious had, that Chancellor Palpatine had, to overthrow um, the Republic, the Jedi, with Order 66, and the Clone Wars, and all of that. So Maul has this inside track. And so he has visions, um, and I would imagine these are kind of forced visions. And when Ahsoka Tana goes to fight Maul in Season 7 of uh, Clone Wars, he talks about um, somebody, he uh, talks about somebody named Skywalker, and which is very interesting, and... Um, we see that he says that Skywalker is the key to what um, Darth Sidious is wanting to do to the to overthrow the Jedi and 
he sees what is happening, um, what is going to happen. Um, and Ahsoka doesn't believe him because he, Ahsoka knows Anakin as a, because um, he's referring to Anakin um, as a, uh, as her master, as a somebody who is um, a Jedi who is not going to turn to the dark side. She believes, and um, so they never get the chance. But I always think it's like it's interesting that really Maul was the key to stopping Sidious potentially, um, for stopping Order sixty six. But that didn't happen. Uh, didn't get there. The chance was lost, and which is kind of ironic because uh, he, he talks about he was thrown aside, he was cast out of the plan. Um, but he also admires how brilliant the plan is of uh, the Clone Wars and Order 66. So it's just interesting to see this contrast, this um, conflict within Maul as he does this. And so uh, so as this happens, he kind of becomes a ruler. Mandalore takes over. He um, Ahsoka ends up defeating him, doesn't kill him, but uh, disarms him and they capture him. And um, Bo-Katan gets Mandalore back and all that and and then from there uh we see maul um he survives order 66 um he's on a capital ship with uh ahsoka tano as they're trying to transfer him back to coruscant to the jedi temple and um never gets there before order 66 happens and part of the 501st is on board with ahsoka tano so they turn against him and there's this is turn against Ahsoka Tano and there's this chaos and escape of Ahsoka Tano and Maul escaping um, Order 66 because they both survive Order 66. And so with that said, we this is we find the find Maul really in a lot of ways had the key, had the answers to um, stop Order 66, stop all of that from happening. But he never got the chance. Um, he's not believed, understandably not believed, because um, he is seen as evil um, and by the Jedi and not trusted. And um, I think the other interesting thing with this is he says Skywalker and says, like, Skywalker is the key to it. He doesn't know who Skywalker is, in which he won it. He might have seen Skywalker when he was a boy in episode one, I think. I'm not 100% sure on that. If they actually would have saw each other. Um, when Anakin is first taken off Tatooine by Qui-Gon and, um, Obi-Wan, I think he would have been seen probably, or had a chance at least. And so that honestly may, and I don't think they ever actually come across each other in the Clone Wars. Cause I think every time they send other Jedi with Kenobi to, um, defeat Maul or attack Maul and to figure out what's going on. So, um, so I'm pretty sure Maul and Skywalker have never met or maybe met once when um in episode one and so they he doesn't exactly know who skywalker is he knows um the apprenticeship that is going to be come and that um he's going to become the apprentice to darcidius um, emperor palpatine and so we find all this out and maul um it's just interesting that uh, somebody that is considered evil has the answers, but it never gets to the right people, um, the right Jedi, the right authorities to actually be figured out. And so, what else happens? And so, Maul at this point, um, and I, I've kind of mentioned he uh, he is kind of he becomes a crime lord. He becomes somebody who is just making the most of the chaos. He talks about those chaos that come with Order 66, with the Empire rising, with the fall and the ashes of the Republic. And so he 
takes advantage of it. He's like, I'm going to take advantage of this. I'm going to make the most profit that I can. I'm going to become as powerful as I can and do what I can um, to do that. And at the same time, he he doesn't like the Jedi, but he also doesn't like, um, he doesn't necessarily like the Empire either uh, or Emperor Palpatine um, because he discarded him and he feels like he could have been the one um, to do what Skywalker did, but he was, never got the chance. And so, um, so yeah, the, we find Maul in this tension. He's doing his best to make his way through uh, the underworld, through the crime world of the galaxy to um, attain a power, attain profit as much as possible, and that sort of thing. And so Maul kind of has this conflicting side of things because – and we'll, we get to this, um, in Rebels, he, um, he tries to, um, lure Ezra Bridger as an apprentice, and that fails, ultimately, Ezra kind of connects with him, and, uh, as part of, also, and this is what we haven't gotten into yet, and I've kind of purposely steered away from until now, is, and I mentioned earlier, you guys, um, that we know that Obi-Wan initially was the initial one to cut um, Maul in half. And so uh, Maul blames, puts a lot of blame on Kenobi, Obi-Wan Kenobi, for um, him not being Palpatine's apprentice That um, through this grand scheme of everything. And so, uh, we, so we see this, and um, so Maul has a really hatred for Kenobi, which plays out in the Clone Wars, um, and... Um, beyond and uh, in, in Rebels and part of Maul's mission at this point in Rebels is in, all throughout his um, life after um, after that moment in Phantom Mentis that is to um, revenge and kill Kenobi and so they have some interaction in Clone Wars and then within the uh, Rebels in this era um, Maul is trying to use Ezra and Kanan to find Kenobi. And, um, which is also, they find that as a good thing. Ezra sees like, hey, it'd be great if we could find Kenobi, find another Jedi, and um, this, that sort of thing. So there's this incentive for um, them as well. And so, with that said, there's, um, that's part of the reason um, Maul's trying to persuade Ezra to become his apprentice and um, that whole story arc within Rebels there. And so we see all, see all of this happen. And uh, Maul's just trying to make his way through all this. And um, like I said, in um, Solo, Star Wars Story, we see him right at the end, probably the last 10 minutes. And we we get to see a little bit of a glimpse of how he's still working the underworld. He's working with Crimson Dawn, which is... Um, huge and um is a very big underworld crime organization in the galaxy um and at the time he has become leader over within within clone Wars season seven we also see him kind of take over a leadership um of black sun and some other uh crime crime syndicates as well he works with the pikes um as well and some different things and so uh, we see that, and we see a, see a glimpse of him working with Dryden Voss and uh, Kira and Solo, and 
which is something that's never been expanded on, like I said. But so he's still just trying to make chaos and um, make the most of what he has, and um, eventually, ultimately, get, I think get revenge on Kenobi is his ultimate goal. And so, uh, so I, and that brings me to a, I think a very interesting, yeah, a very interesting. And I think it shows a lot about Maul. Um, Maul wants revenge for all anything that has happened to him. Um, whether that's to Konomi, whether that's to Emperor Palpatine, and anywhere in between. And so, and there, so we find um, in an episode, Maul confronts Nobi on Tatooine, where Kenobi is at taking care of Luke, um, over overwatching Luke as he is being raised um, and waiting for the time to be right, um, as we see in episode four. And so Kenobi, um, we have this confrontation. It doesn't last long. Maul wants revenge. And we see Kenobi easily takes the upper hand um, and strikes Maul down. Um, And Maul actually ends up dying in Kenobi's arms. And there's a conversation um, that is had between Kenobi and Maul as all that happens and it's kind of it's kind of interesting um and in this moment maul has never sensed luke um doesn't know who luke is and understand what is going on um and so but at the time when he's on tattooing right before his death he realizes um luke is going to play a significant role as a jedi and things like that and um this goes back a little bit to the chosen one prophecy that we have that plays out through the the prequels and that sort of thing and so with that um this is a dialogue um and this is in reference to um luke and it says wall says tell me is is it the chosen one he is says kenobi and then maul says he will avenge us and that's maul's final words in reference to luke that luke will avenge maul avenge the kenobi avenge the jedi for against palpatine and so it's very very interesting we see um in some ways a camaraderie and an understanding that uh maul was there was some good in maul i think um and that like there's almost like if maul would have understood this prior to kenobi striking a final blow even though maul wasn't dead i wonder what maul would have done um what if he decided hey like let's let me help you let me do what we can to avenge ourselves and if he'd play a role um within raising luke or some something like that i don't know um and that may be far-fetched that may be sound weird and crazy but i think we see there's a little bit of a understanding that maul has some good in him that he understands that if the chosen one does overcome the empire and the emperor invader then then things will be better things will change and so we see this and i think it's just interaction i think it's also goes through as we talked about here this maul has a lot of conflict within him and between 
um, kind of being cast aside by Sidious after he's episode one, after um, being uh, being feeling the revenge that he needs to get to Kenobi, and um, the fact that he is Maul is a very talented Force user. Um, he is um, definitely not a um, a weak force user. He has um, he has a lot of power. He is able to um, he kills several Jedi without through Clone Wars, um, and so and so he's not a weak force user. And so we find this and we see this, and um, he. Holds his own against Kenobi um, for a little bit, and he killed Qui-Gon Jinn in episode one. He held his own against um, Kenobi in a few other fights where he wasn't cut in half and no one was actually hurt, really. Um, and also he um, held his own against Ahsoka Tano, which Ahsoka has turned to be turned out to become a very um, talented Force user. And I think, I wonder if he just feels like he is his talents were wasted. And so it's just interesting to see this conflict within Maul and why he does what he does. The reason he wants to um, have power uh, is to make a difference. And he's just, he has power. He has grasp and control of things, but never enough control to really make a difference. And because of his past, because he was a Sith, because he is a dark side force user and all these things and seen as a bad person, no one believes him. And so I think there's just a lot of conflict in Maul. I love Maul's story arc as he, um, everything plays out and how I think in his final moments on tattooing, um, we see that Maul does have some good in him. Um, and that um, there was conflict, and he didn't have, um, for the most part, he didn't have anyone to guide him, and part of that was he didn't let people, let anyone guide him, but there was no guidance for him from anyone else or others, and so I think that's part of it as well, and so, um, and I think, because we even see him fight against Sidious um, in Clone Wars, and we see also, and I just remember this, and um, in the Rebels, um, he actually kind of, he teams up with Kanan and Ezra to help survive um, when Vader sends his Inquisitors. And so he fights against Inquisitors alongside Kanan, and Ezra, and Ahsoka. And so, like, all that. And so there's all that relationship there. And, like, but he's never able to be guided. And he tries to be the leader. He tries to be the um, master. And so we see all of that. And so and I think at the same time, like, it just, yeah. Maul has this conflict that he does not allow to drop, and I think if he would have, would have been able to allow the conflict to drop, then he would be able to um, conflict within him to drop to kind of go away. Then he may be able to bring some good, um, but then it never happens. But he does realize the good, I think, before uh, before his time is over. And so I just think I love Maul's story. Um, he has. Um, just some really cool aspects about him. He's a very, he's a very athletic um, Sith, um, which is kind of new in a lot of way. Something we hadn't seen when we first see, um, see Maul, and then we also, I mean, he and I think, I mean, initially when you see Maul, you see this red and black face with horns coming out of his head. So he's a very unique character, a very unique 
um, uh, very unique uh, appearance within um, Star Wars, and he has these red eyes and horns and all that. And I think the other thing, I mean, I remember um, I'm a I'm a little bit on my age here. I I, def- I grew up with the prequels, and so um, that was kind of my childhood. And it's like I always remember like seeing that like on like the big screen, live screen. Um, Maul is the first one we ever really see to have a double-bladed lightsaber. And so, like, that's very capturing to the eye, which is kind of fun as well. And so, um, he's just a very unique character. He's one that stands out um, and all that. And so, it's just fun to see. And um, another little tidbit I'll just add, like, when he was ruler of Mandalore, he was able to, he did um, possess the black, uh, the dark saber for a while. And so, um, just that's kind of a big deal to be to be one that possesses the dark saber as ruler of mandalore being the mandalore um as they would call it and so um so that's just interesting and fun to see and so um he has a great story um and kind of a dark story a um conflicted story and so it's just fun to see that and so uh as as we uh as we see this, we, um, it's just interesting. And so, uh, he, like I said, Maul is a character that, um, I mean, I just, I just think of when you think of Star Wars characters, Maul is the one that comes up. And so he's very iconic in a lot of ways. Um, it has become iconic and, um, I don't know why this comes to mind, but uh, Dr. Squatch, I think Squash, Squatch, is, it's the soap brand. I just remember seeing commercials. This is not a, uh, um, this is not an ad for Dr. Squatch. I've never used this. I don't know. But there's four different, like, uh, um, Dr. Squatch, um, they, like, soap brands that are Star Wars and Darth Maul. One of them is after Darth Maul. And so I think that just shows the iconicness of Darth Maul, which is kind of cool. Um, he's seen as uh, one of those very iconic characters in Star Wars and very noticeable um, uh, with his red and black face. Um, that's not a suit. It's just his skin um, as is a Brock um, in a very different, what do you want to say? A different... A different species that we haven't seen um, in Star Wars, so it's just fun. Um, and so, as we wrap up, we're gonna wrap up as we usually we're gonna do some forecasting, some future. Where might we see Maul next? Um, that's a great question. I'm not real sure. Um, let's see here. I I'm gonna say I don't think we're gonna see Maul and Kenobi. Um, for a couple of reasons. One, uh, within Rebels, we see, uh, from my understanding, Maul, Kenobi would be set prior to Rebels, at least the very beginning of Rebels, like the first few, first season or two of Rebels, which then, when Maul confronts Kenobi, um, it's like season two or three. So it's just, it'd be too early, from my understanding. I could be wrong on that. Um, and also, Maul is looking for Kenobi. Maul doesn't know where Kenobi's at. Uh, at this point, and Kenobi's been on Tatooine this whole time, as far as we know, we may see something different in uh, the Kenobi show, but, so, that's part of it as well, is like, we, we don't, 
see Kenobi at we don't the the timeline doesn't add up and Maul is searching for Kenobi and Rebels and so it wouldn't make sense for him not to know where Kenobi's at if he's been on Tatooine this whole time so I don't see Maul and Kenobi um although it'd be cool I don't see that happening um and it'd be cool to see Maul live action again um which I don't and outside of that, I don't know where we would see Maul in any sort of live action. Um, and then I think the only other thing that comes to mind for me, um, I guess timeline-wise, there is a chance we could see Maul and uh, the Andor show coming up. Um, I kind of doubt that, but timeline-wise, it might work. Uh, but I don't think that'll happen either. And then the one I would be... I guess two things, I think. Um, one that we have confirmed that I would guess... Um, actually, three, now that I just thought of another one. Um, I thought I remembered that. But well, let me start with the first one. Uh, so, for number one, um, and this one's far-fetched, is if we ever got some sort of a follow-up to Solo, I would definitely... A Star Wars story, whether that's a TV show, animated or live, or even a movie eventually, I don't know. Like I said, we don't have anything... Um, from Lucasfilm and Disney to say, hey, yeah, that's for sure going to happen. Um, so we don't know. Um, the, the second one, which I think is, I don't know, maybe a 40, 60% chance, 40% chance he'd be in at 60, but he won't, um, is that is maybe in Bad Batch Season 2. Um, timeline would add up. I don't know what role he would play or how we'd see that happen, but I feel like there's a chance that 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 we could have that um he um could play some side of crime lord crime lord role within bad batch of season two especially with bad batch on the run um and all these sorts of things so i don't know that may be a possibility it'd be kind of fun um animated again um robo legs mall um which is just fun um and the third one which i just thought about and i don't um we don't really know what the what the basis for this show is and we don't really have we don't know when it's coming out um uh, i might have saw 2023 for it but i i we, there's no hard set day and that is acolyte which they have confirmed is going to be a show that is coming um star wars acolyte and from my understanding this is going to take place prior to um phantom menace and um, so we have like Star Wars High Republic, so it's going to take kind of take place in between those Star Wars High Republic's newer books um, that have come out and and within the last year. And so it's going to take place before Phantom Menace. We don't really know how far before Phantom Menace, but I think Maul could be that. Um, one and two reasons I say that um, Acolyte is I think the the basically the definition for Acolyte is. Um, kind of like a Padawan or an apprentice. And so, and then also with that, Acolyte is um, a name for a night sister um, that is in canon. And so we have that, um, and uh, which is interesting because Maul would be a night brother. So I don't know if there's some way he could be called an Acolyte. And I don't know, it makes me wonder if Acolyte, the, the show could be how Maul became. Um, an apprentice to Plagueis, or uh, not Plagueis, uh, I'm getting ahead of myself, um, to Darsidious. I don't know for sure. Um, and part of, um, some of you guys might know more on that, but I just wonder if we'll see some of that 
potentially, which would be a lot of fun. Um, and I think so. I think there's that's the best chance we have seeing Maul. Um, and I believe Acolyte's supposed to be live action, um, but I think that'll be that's one movie I am excited for, or one TV show I'm excited for that is a little bit different um, and not in the timeline of most of the other shows that are coming out. And so um, I think that'll be fun. Excuse me, guys. Sorry. <clears throat> Let me grab a drink here. So I think it'll be fun to see what they do with that and if that is a possibility. Um, and I definitely think it could be. And, um, and a little bit of that, I think, depends. I, right now I'm actually reading Legends Dark Plagueis, so, um, which Dark Plagueis is a master to um, Darth Sidious. And um, <clears throat> so that's not canon, that book. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what they do with that um, and how that overlaps and um, that sort of thing. And so um, we'll see. We, we Darth Plagueis, is, the book itself and the character in that book is not canon it's legends material but because dark plagueis is mentioned in um, revenge of the sith um that is canon it's canon that um um palpatine's master was dark plagueis so we have that as canon um and but we don't necessarily the character itself. So I don't even know if Dark Plagueis would play a role in that, um, depending on what they do with that Legends material. And so that would just be interesting as well um, to see all that. So I'm excited to see what they do with, if there's anything with Acolyte, which that will be a little ways away uh, with Maul. Um, but we'll see. And so, um, yeah, so that's kind of my wrap-up. Maul's um, awesome um, character. I'm excited. I would If you guys haven't seen some of his appearances, um, either in Rebels or Clone Wars, I would suggest... Uh, checking those out, seeing what's going on. Um, and he has a very conflicted, complex um, character arc um, as he works through all his the revenge he feels like he needs and all those things as well. And so um, with that said, um, thanks for joining me this week uh, for another episode of Ike Slam, another Star Wars journey. And... Uh, next week, we will be moving on to a uh, new era um, as we start May, and which will be a lot of fun here. Let me look. I can, I'm going to pull this up for you guys to give you guys a te- for sure teaser of what next week is going to be. And let me pull up my schedule. Sorry about that. Give me a minute. And we will take a look. Um, what's on the schedule for next week? I'm drawing a blank. Uh, All right, let's see here. So next week, um, so next week, um, we are, so it's going to be May 3rd next week, so the theme for May is going to be the original trilogy. Part of the I'm doing that is we got May the 4th next Wednesday, so the day after, uh, the, the next episode will, um, drop so happy early may the 4th for you guys and um so yeah we're gonna be looking at characters from the original trilogy all of may uh, which we got five weeks in may so that'll be fun um and we're gonna look a little more um 
I was going to say classic characters that you guys are familiar with. And so, uh, but we'll go from there and we'll enjoy that and take a look at those um, and dive into some of that uh, and take it take a look at characters within the original trilogy that we see as we um, celebrate Star Wars Month and May the 4th um, coming up. So, um, so, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode on Maul. Thanks for joining me today. And... Hope you guys have a great rest of your week as you guys um, finish, we finish out April here. So um, this is Ike for Ike's Flame. Thanks for joining for another Star Wars journey. And as we like to say here, light the fire. Have a great week, guys.